finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello and welcome to another episode of Do It With Dan. I'm your host, Dan Mengena. Why am I your host? Because I am. That's what I do. Uh, I have some really... <laughs> I have two of my favourite folks on the show today. I think the first time we discussed doing this was in 2018 when I came to stay with you guys. It's funny how time flies, but um, I'm just, everything's perfect. Now is perfect. Uh, before we get into it, be sure to head over to Amazon and go and grab a copy of Relating Revolution. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out Relating Revolution on Amazon read the reviews, you'll see my one there, and you're going to have the experience of these beautiful people today. So, Chris, Mino, please introduce yourself to the dreamers around the world. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man, I'm not even sure what to say. Other than <laughs> very, very excited to be here. Thank you for having us. Um, and, um, yeah, this book, has come out of a practice, a relationship practice that we've been doing for over 14 years. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and the idea behind it is, is that most people think that there's only a you and a me in relationship. And what that does is it sets us up for power struggles, that there's, um, there's always going to be a winner or a loser. And so at a really subtle, energetic level, um, we don't know what to trust. And so what we've learned through this spiritual practice, which is listening to the voice of our relationship, is that we've learned is that in every relationship, there's a you and a me, and then a third perspective. And that third perspective sees the field of possibilities, basically. It sees things that I'm not able to see for myself or that Chris isn't able to see for himself. And, uh, and it gives us access to something more that's just beyond what either of us could have conceived of on our own. And so, so the book is like the culmination of years of studying with a lot of different people, but then also like really taking it into our bodies, taking it into our, um, our own dynamics and, and coming out and teaching people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what I would say is, um, is that, Really, it's it's for the people that are familiar with the concept of the field in your audience. It's it's really how the field shows up in relationship, and so the the relational field actually has some slight nuances and different aspects to it than just doing it by yourself. And there's a whole lot more power that's available. And so, um, like even taking this book, I mean, so some of, some of your um, audience may, may know about my first book. And, and so this book, in, in the month that it's been out, has already surpassed all of the numbers of the previous book that's been out for a year. Wow. And it has to do with the relational field and manifesting with someone else. And so there's a... There's a, there's a power and a potency that's available when Meenal and I are aligned and hold a common intention. And so it, it's, it's really how, this book is really about how do, how does anybody basically create that alignment? 
yeah. and, and clear the space between us or between them and another person such that magic can show up. Yeah, because otherwise, as you know, it's like you're just re recreating from the past. And just as we do that in manifestation, other types of manifestation, we do that in relationship with the other. And so how do I as an individual, and that's why the focus of this book is all it takes is one person to change. How do I begin making those energetic shifts within myself and understand how that ends up impacting other people and how I'm impacted by others through this relational field, the clearer I get, the clearer vessel I get, the more I am my authentic self, the more powerful then the co-creative exponential aspect of what you can do with another, another being. It's there are so many levels to this and there's so many so much juiciness to it. Because you've got a, a raw level, you've got the mathematical element of collaborative energy. Two people working together in a common field or two energy fields working in a collaborative, coherent way can expand and, and, and do more. But that collaboration doesn't have to be with the other person. It can be purely with the third and so without even needing to reach out to another person, you can do the work on yourself, mirror that to the, the third, which sees everything in perfection because it's quantum potential in action and allow that change to happen, create that, that coherence. But then the level of, that gets kind of propped on top of that, that I love so much is that it takes us back to quantum entanglement, which really just takes us back to the fact that we're all one anyway. So it pulls us out of this blame game. It pulls us out of this battle and just takes us inwards. But that inward space happens through remembering there's a, a, an all-encompassing third perspective. And that third becomes a co-creative partner that allows the change to happen in a powerful, impactive way without leading them to blame another person, without falling into the illusion of there being another. I'm not doing it to myself. I'm doing it to oneness, which is what everything is. And I'm doing that through the perspective of the so many different, I just love it, it's just so juicy. And I just love the way that you guys are so real about the examples. I'm, I go back to my own writing journey and the fact that Stepping Beyond Intention ended up taking so long because I had a finished draft in March, but I wasn't ready to be that raw yet. I wasn't ready to have certain conversations. I wasn't ready to, I wasn't ready to deal with, the, I was ready to share but I wasn't ready to deal with what happened after you shared. <laughs> right? and, and here you are like, yeah, so this happened and that happened and this is what happens. And yeah, we're here to show you another way. And this is why we know that it works because these are the dark spaces that we've been to with this work and come out on the other side. So that was just beautiful. Yeah, the other, thank you. Yeah, the other thing I, that what you said brought up for me is, is the current nature of the book. So much so that in the book, we, right. we wrote about the challenges we had in writing the book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, you love it. It's like, what? It's almost like the never ending story that is unfolding as it's being read. <laughs> like the never ending story, like the story unfolds as he's reading it. Yeah, or it's like a mirror looking in a mirror looking in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Sorry, Mina, you were saying something. Oh, no, then I was going to say, it was like, and none of that would have come up if we hadn't written the book. So, yeah. like you said, mirror looking in the mirror. 
Yeah, and, and what was really powerful was the recognition that we had that writing the book was part of our relationship practice. And, and what was funny was that as soon mm. as I wrote those words down in the book, all of a sudden it felt like I poured gasoline on the fire and all of a sudden all of our stuff started showing up. <laughs> and it was like an old stuff, stuff we've resolved in the past that it's like it's coming back. It's like, okay, <laughs> or, oh, there's a deeper layer. There's a deeper mm-hmm. layer. And that's, that's one of the really powerful things about working in relationship is that I actually get to see the deeper layers. There's a way in which if I'm just working on my own personal growth, for example, um, without having the, the relationship or the relational field to bounce off of, um, I can think that I've arrived. And I actually don't know where I am because I don't mm-hmm. have anything to, to anchor. Measure against, yeah. But, but actually having the relationship and using the relationship for that allows me to really appreciate that and also it allows me to appreciate the the multi-dimensionality like people have described it's like peeling an onion or something it's like layer upon layer upon layer Mm -hmm. and and every time we peel a layer there's more possibility that's available and there's more magic that's available and so peeling the top layer it's like oh all of a sudden it's like oh something new is possible and so how I actually keep my attention on that something new and then also move into the space of oh and if I peel back more then even more is available and even more is available available. Mm. I love that and 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 the the, the thing is is that relationship is a spiritual practice because it involves another human being as another box of stories, another box of traumas, another box of worms, another box of belief systems, another box of all that stuff. But then when you look at it through the perspective of the third, it's like, it's not another person. It's just the, it's just a mirror image of where I am right now. How about, well, the mirror, the shadow, the reflection, whichever one of the seven seen mirrors it is, it's one of them that I have the opportunity to grow through and using the aspect of the third, I can do that in a more gentle and loving way and embrace even those things that trigger me, even those things that scare me, even those things that excite me in ways that they shouldn't, like whatever. I can do that in this beautiful way, even when it gets a bit much and I need to go and process it or when it gets a bit much and I'm gonna let off, you know, there's gonna be the expressions of emotional charge. There's still that place to come back to, sit in council and say, okay, I've got that off my chest. I've got a bit more to get off my chest. I can do that in a more loving way now. And how can we move beyond this? How can we move through this? How can we move and, and grow with this? Yeah, exactly. Well, and what I want to what I want to make sure your um, audience knows is that you know, we mentioned this thing called the third and the third perspective, but ultimately it's like what we teach about is that this is a relational consciousness that we all have access to. And the thing is, is that we pop in and out of it and we don't know how to recognize it when we're in it and how to (laughs) come back to it when we've drifted. And so it's not, it's actually not rocket science. It's like, I think we're pretty clear about that in the upfront in the book. It's like, it's like 
the tools that we use, the, the, the ideas in some cases um, are familiar, but the reality is it's like we're using it in this very specific lens to help people develop and to, to um, live more and more through that consciousness because the more you live through that consciousness, it's exactly what you said. It's that I can go, hopefully, ideally, when I get to practice with Chris or I get to practice with directly in my own practice with the third and that voice is it takes me out then into the world and I get to see different than me who might have a completely different reaction to something than I do and rather than go into judgment and it's like like what's going on I can actually go into a place of curiosity and it's like and I get to I get to connect with them more deeply because I'm just curious um mm. the fact that they're different so it has nothing um it doesn't take away any space from me it's like there's actually space for all of us all of that to exist and there's there's a richness in it that i get explore and live live in because mm. that's a, that's another beautiful thing as well about your work you touched on going out into the world you touched on the relationship with yourself this book doesn't just speak to and in fact your work doesn't just speak to romantic relationships can i talk about any of your secret projects yeah, so for example, you're going to be going out into the corporate world and taking these powerful tools into the corporate world. And I know that, um, Chris, you're a heart math, um, heart math consultant. Is that the formal term? Yeah. And, and bringing in some of the heart math tools and mixing in with your work and then going into the school system and in these other places. And this is another thing that struck, not did it strike me or did it reignite in me? The relationship is just relationship. Yes, some will have sex. Yes, some of them will have a familial element. Yes, some of them will have sibling rivalry, but it's still connecting with the energy field of another strand of consciousness and having a dance of some sort with that. That's what I'm coming to see. Because I, I think, and this is one of the things that Chris, you know, has helped me with for those listening, that Chris has helped me with directly and indirectly, this break away from the very transactional way that I viewed connecting with other people through my little Asperger's brain into just, but it's just two hearts dancing together, two hearts dancing together. And some will attract more and some will have different dynamics and some will be in a longer dance and some will be a shorter song, but it's breaking free of this need to quote unquote define what a relationship is versus playfully exploring what relationship means between two entities, no matter what the dynamic is. Yeah, yeah, that's beautifully said. And, and I think what's really powerful is when, when anyone breaks free of the protection-based behaviors, then they really open themselves up to both the oneness, the magic of the oneness, mm -hmm. And, and like how we are so interconnected, so much more than we even realize. Yeah. And then also the paradox of holding that and the differences and the, and the power and the diversity. Mm. And so it's, it's this paradoxical thing of like, well, we're one, but we're also different. Facing <laughs> both of those to the point where you can see the interconnectedness but you can, you can do this dance that together you actually go farther than any one person could. Mm, that collaborative energy, the expansion of the collaborative energy again. Mm. 
So it looked like Mina was about to drop another Mina bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Fire! <laughs> so um, I think what would be great, I'm just going to quickly uh, just check something because um, those of you listening to this, I'm actually live in, um, I'm live in my Facebook group right now. And we're just seeing if there are any questions. No, there are no questions. So again, you can go to do it with Dan, or do it with Dan, www.dreamwithdan.com forward slash Facebook. Uh, that will take you to the Facebook group. It's completely free. It's not where I bring you to sell stuff. It's where I bring you to work with you and share stuff with you. And we actually do some of these live. So I'm just giving the guys that are watching this live the opportunity to ask any questions. And so far, everyone's just saying hello and how much they love you. So I'd like to just um, flick through because I've got my, uh, got my iPad here with my, uh, with my quotes. Nice. And uh, there was a couple of sections that I just wanted to just... Um, quickly go to some of its notes that for me and some of the notes that I said I wanted to yes this is what I wanted to talk about sensation because there was this whole piece this whole section of the book that was talking about sensation and learning to feel ourselves and through that find a gateway to the third so it's always getting out of yourself by feeling into yourself. And I just wondered if you can talk to that a little bit, because I think the stories that you guys shared that led to that exploration, which I think everyone needs to read to connect with, I'm not going to spoil that, but um, perhaps you can give a little more on, on that. Cause I think that's something that's um, the same, but different to what we've been talking about so far. Um, <clears throat> so, what I'll say is, is a lot of people in today's society have learned to live up here. Ourselves included. Yeah, ourselves included at one point is, is there was a disconnection with the body. Mm -hmm. and, and the body actually is a doorway. And it's a doorway to wisdom, it's a doorway to connection. And, and the body, there's like a just is quality. And so a lot of times when, when we sense something, meaning like there's a, there's a feeling of, like as an example, there's a fluttery feeling in my stomach. We are used to talking about those things um, in a, a higher level. So like, oh, I'm feeling nervous or anxious. Well, anxious actually is a fluttery feeling in the stomach and probably a whole bunch of other sensations that we call anxious. And so <clears throat> being able to tap into the level of sensation actually provides um, a deeper level of truth. And, and the reason it does that is it actually allows us to get to how interconnected we really are because we are more interconnected than anybody knows. But certainly most people know. And, and so, um, like, if you've ever had a thought and then a friend, close friend of yours that you're with had a, a, almost an identical thought at the same time. Um, we were just speaking class last night and with this whole uh, coronavirus nonsense. <laughs> And some people were sensitive about touching each other and holding hands. And mm -hmm. so 
connected with a little hokey pokey thing, you know, <laughs> just as a playful way to end the evening. Yeah. But when, when we got up, we were like, okay, we have something special for you. And a gentleman, two people to my right goes, oh, we're going to do the hokey pokey. And I just looked at him. I'm like, oh my God, how did you know that? Wow. <laughs> and, and so, so those things are actually felt. They're actually felt as sensation. And um, we have an ability to interpret those. And, and the main thing is, is that interpretation is often not calibrated. So we think it's one thing when it's another, or, we, or, we, or we're numb to it because we're not used to actually tapping in at that level. And so there's a way in which sensation, if I cultivate my connection with my senses, so it's more than the five senses, it's all of the subtle sensations that show up in the nervous system. Um, if I cultivate my ability to connect with those and actually be able to articulate them, what's available to me is a deeper level of connection with other people, but then it's through this field that we call the third. And so, and so having that deeper level of connection gives us access to more truth, more wisdom, more flow. Um, and actually, in a, at the end of the day, is a doorway into what we call third consciousness. I think mm. what I want to add to it, I want to add a couple of things. One is, so for me, part of my background in yoga and doing getting certifications as a yoga teacher as well as in yoga therapy is this understanding that my body's actually been an active participant in every single thing that's happened in my life i mean in some ways it's like it, I mean, it it's actually been with me my soul longer than any one of us has and so it was through my original yoga therapy training that I really began to see and I learned how there's their answers that are unique to me that reside in here. That I really believe that the human body is also the field because there's a divine intelligence. I mean, just when you stop to think about like, what your hand is capable of and like how quickly it responds to just the slightest, not even thought, but intention to reach out and grab something in their skin and there's muscle and there's bone and but it all knows how to um, act. It's like, there has to be something like miraculous in that. And so mm -hmm. for me, it, it helps me to realize that there's, that I have a source of, of information about myself, it, it, it almost acts like an antenna that relates to the field as well as to other people and it's responsive and it's receiving all the time. And my mind more often than not goes so quickly that it just runs over or runs past any of that information that I'm getting. And we've lost the capability to, to actually attune to it, but then also, well, now what do I even do with it? And so, so one of the things that we've discovered with this idea of sensation is that above sensation, everything is interpretation. So the example that Chris was giving below about the fluttering in my stomach, 
it's like, well, for one person, it could be excitement. For someone else, it might be anxiety. For someone else, it just might be indigestion. I mean, you actually don't know. <laughs> then I'm, I'm kind of putting a box around it. And guess what? That's exactly what we do to other people. As mm. say that, oh, you're my husband that I've been married to for almost 33 years now, and this is how you've behaved in the past. It must be like when you do that thing, when you look at me that way, it must mean this. I'm interpreting it. And I'm actually mm. not allowing myself to like be in the truth of what's actually happening in this moment. Because you might mm -hmm. see and isn't that amazing to think that after 33 years together, that's, that you could actually wake up in the morning and look at someone in the eyes and say, oh, I get to discover you and you. Mm. Like, what do we get to, like, today, what do we get to do? I love that. It's almost an invitation to, a permission slip for the curiosity, a, curi a permission slip for the play, the playful exploration of, what's here and now because yeah when we are using the lens of the past we're limiting ourselves to our past experiences and also our perspective on them which i don't remember if it was your book or another book i was reading was like and none of us look at the past as truth anyway we all see it. it's always distorted the truth that the past as we look back to it is always a distortion it's never a pure representation of what happened and then we've got to think of the fact that we're then doing it through our perspective, through the lens of our beliefs, the lens of our stories, the lens of our traumas, the lens of our own past. And we overlay all of this stuff on our experience with a person, place or thing, and then say, this is what you're supposed to do. And to some, in some instances, our expectation becomes so strong that it in fact manifests that because we step into the emotional experience of that beforehand. And then the law of vibration, the law of attraction calls that in. Like I knew it. <laughs> I knew that you were going to be the same as yesterday. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Right. Or there's that aspect, or the other aspect is you didn't act the way I thought you were going to. It's a betrayal. Oh yeah. I no yeah. longer know you. Yeah. 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 I actually had that. Um... Okay. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go, go. I had something completely different. Oh, so go. Okay. I said. So that's the danger: is that because we've numbed ourselves to feeling our bodies. And we rely so heavily on our heads. There's a way in which now we believe, and it's a very limiting belief. We believe that relationship means that you're gonna look, act, say, believe the same things that I do, because the words out of your mouth are the only thing that I can rely on. Mm. So as soon as you say something that's out of that very, very narrow box. Because guess what? He's a different person. What are the chances of saying the same exact thing I'm going to say? Mm -hmm. um, that, um, yeah, that I behave as if I've been betrayed. And the mm -hmm. reality is, is that there's so much actual richness if I can allow myself to be curious and be surprised rather than going in with this expectation of mm. must look, behave. And, but otherwise, you don't love me. That's, that's the implication. The betrayal is, is that. As soon as you do something different than I expect, you must not love me here. And that, it, that actually leads neatly on to, to, to the thought that came to my mind before, which is when we create pain in our minds based on a perspective of something that didn't even happen, based on our expectation or our view on something. Because I had this with, um, I had a friendship that was very, very dear to me that fell away quite, quite abruptly. 
not too not too long ago. <clears throat> and at first, I just I didn't think anything was wrong. And then more clues came up. And in the end, I broke my old because my old pattern would have been going to victim and like, oh my god, what's happened? But I said, no, I'm going to confront it. So I, I called the person. I was like, look, you know what's going on? And they said, oh no, nothing. I'm just I'm putting my energy back from people at the moment. And it just so happens that you're one of the people that I'm pulling the energy back from at the moment. I need some time to do this, this, and this. And I was still really mad. I was like, no, that's not acceptable because you're supposed to be able to tell me anything and blah, 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 and all of this stuff. And I started to create this whole narrative about why it's wrong about them doing something that they needed. And I was festering on it and can't believe that. And they still talk to that person. I bet that person doesn't talk to me now either. And there's something more going on and all of this stuff started going. When really all that happened was that someone needed space and I had a vision in my head that the relationship warranted discussion that they didn't have. And because they weren't meeting my different rules for the relationship that had never been discussed, I ended up putting myself in the spin. When it's like, but there's times in my life where I just needed space and I didn't necessarily go down my checklist. Who must I make aware of my need for space <laughs> so that they are not? But when we just, your worst said something they say in reality transurfing, do us and allow the other person to be them and do that through that perspective of the third. And that just been so transformative, even in relationships that haven't had challenges, almost heading off the potential for challenges by just coming back into the space of, I'm going to do me. I'm going to do that me lovingly through the third perspective. And then whatever matches that matches and what doesn't, doesn't, but everything's from my highest and greatest good anyway. And it just creates this beautiful um, playing field to have that curious, oh, okay, what could that mean? Not, well, that's what it's supposed to mean or that's what it's supposed to do. What could this mean? Not even necessarily for them, but what does it mean for me? Because it, it gave me the opportunity to have a curious introspection. Okay, so how did that, where did that come from? Is that something that I want to continue to experience? Is that something I want to, I want to put into my work? Yeah. Do I want to deal with that? And it just created this opportunity for growth. Like you said, that opportunity for the relationship to be a part of my overall growth and expansion. Yeah, and that, that's a beautiful example. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and, and what I just wanted to say was that um, navigating it beautifully, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. once you Not at first, but by the end of it. <laughs> but, but what it points to is, can I actually be surprised? Mm. Okay, so this person pulled their energy back. I didn't expect that. Oh, wow, look at that. And even accepting that you had an expectation. Oh, I had an expectation and that actually hurt. Mm -hmm. The hurt is the expectation didn't get met. Mm -hmm. Interpreted that as hurt, okay. And it's just like, oh, and, and I'm getting upset. Oh, look at that, that's interesting, I'm getting upset. <laughs> that place of curiosity and and also just like the what you're really doing is you're looking at and playing with the infinite field of possibilities because yeah. mm. in that field that is one of the possible things right and so do i do i accept that it happens or am i accept, accepting it or am i denying it and going no that shouldn't have happened i'm gonna fix it <laughs> <laughs> And nobody will be trying to fix me and up breaking it even more anyway. <laughs> you know, we all do that. I mean, we, you know, we're laughing about it, but we all do it. Mm -hmm. 
and and really this work is can i use relationship all relationship as um a path to actually let go of those attachments see myself and laugh mm. of those attachments and to have dramatically change my experience I mean, what you talked about it sounds like it was it was like a tough experience right you went through this thing and it was hurt and there was all this energy and, and it probably didn't feel good mm -hmm. and and so it's like if i can actually like peel those layers off and so the next time something like this happens um it, i'm going to be less likely to be in that space and my experience of life is going to get better which is actually what's happened because I ended up taking a quick audit and realized that there've been other situations in the past where I've done the same thing. And there were situations going on in my life now that were threatening to be there because I was holding expectations. And there'd been little flickers of the same thing of that person didn't behave the way that I expected them to behave or the way that I had unconsciously been holding a vision of how they're supposed to behave. And it, I mean, there was deeper things to it, but really what it came down to was having this vision setting it's almost setting yourself up to fail <laughs> whenever you have an expectation of someone you're setting yourself up to, up to fail but when you come back through the third then the expectation disappears and that's what i just i, I really really loved for me and, and i think we are repeatedly offered opportunities to to do the work mm. if i refuse to do the work i'm just going to keep getting handed those opportunities <laughs> <laughs> add another one add another one add another one <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're still not ready. Okay, no problem. Here it is. <laughs> and really what, what we are teaching is um, to use relationship to experience more joy, more passion, more play, more laughter by peeling those layers off. The experience of it goes by default, goes to surprise and curiosity. Mm. Oh, the person did something. Oh, wow. I wonder what's going on for them. Mm. Oh, great. An opportunity to connect with them. Mm. Or, and I want to, maybe it's an or, maybe it's actually even a yes and. So part of the reason I started laughing when you were, when you were um, sharing with where your mind went. And so I, first of all, I really appreciate you acknowledging that, yeah, there was hurt involved. And that, that's where it was stemming from. But at the same time, part of the reason I was laughing was because it's like when you begin to realize the way the mind works, there was a very dramatic quality to it. And you were, you were leaning into it now and exaggerating that. Yeah. And, and that is what the mind does. It's like, it, it's this drama. Properly pop what you know, So it's like, it, it, it took me a long time to get to that place, but, but I now actually listen for that, that element of the exaggerated drama that starts to build in me. And that actually then becomes my clue. Like, oh no, I know where, I, I know where that goes. And so <laughs> it actually helps me come back to the present moment to say like, what is this really? Like, you know, and so rather than, um, continuing to get caught in the story and and I love how I, I can I can really come back and say like what is this really about and um, and the reality is is that this is it's it's an embodied practice so there's a way in which like what I love is that I'm never 
I never reach perfection. It's like I'm always discovering this other place of, oh, I haven't had an opportunity to learn that particular one yet. And so what's there? It's almost like a treasure hunt. It's like, mm-hmm. learn this one. And then something else comes up. And it's like, well, what's there to learn in this? And um, yeah, so it becomes, it becomes this, this um, I get to live my life in discovery rather mm. than Absolute. I am done. I am baked to perfection. But to take that one step farther, though, is I just came up a little bit earlier. Is that yeah? Like we we talk about um, challenging relationships, and we we start with that as a premise because I think. Oftentimes, people start seeking when they're in pain. But the reality about the third consciousness is that when things are going well, that's actually when the magic begins to happen. And that's what we're excited about. Because some people Mm. start to think that it's like, oh, well, when there's an absence of all the problems and stuff like Mm. that, okay, now I've reached. I'm done. I'm done. done." And we're like, oh, no, now the fun begins. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's sort of like uh, climbing to the top of a mountain. And, okay, I got to the top. I'm going back down now. Yeah, not as opposed to actually enjoying the scenery and seeing the magic of the sunrise and the clouds, mm. and all of the beauty. Mm. I wanted to um, start to segue a little bit more into to how people can connect with you and get more of your work. Uh, I want to make sure that the podcast has got the sh- in the show notes has got the link to Relating Revolution, and also Dancing in the Field, your 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 best selling best newcomer. What other accolades did you get on that book? <laughs> I think it was when I introduced it. I think it was the best new addition to New Age Thought. New Age, New Age Thought. Yeah, one of those challenging, one of those competitive. Anyway, and he was like, oh, "I'm just going to put the book out." So I'm just going to do a book. Oh, just bestseller. There you go. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to do that. But um, you guys currently do a lot of stuff in person, but you're feeling into more digital. I know I'm dragging you guys to do some digital stuff. I'm going to get something digitally done with you guys. Well, definitely. Well, you know, the, the, the thing that we've really been um, trying to get our arms around is, is relationship in the virtual space. And so a lot of what we do in our workshops is exercises and embodied learning. And in fact, this year we the light on the book for the content. And so our, the workshop that we're in the middle of right now um, is a six week long program where each time we get together, we create a set of experiences that allow people to really feel, integrate, and embody the learning from the book. And so um, the challenge becomes, okay, if, if I'm sitting by myself, you know, on the other side of a computer monitor, what exercises can I do? And we're getting better at that because even in this book now, we've created a bunch of solo exercises mm-hmm. so that people that are reading the book have exercises that they can do to actually embody it because we recognize that mm-hmm. right now isn't accessible to everybody. 
meaning meaning you know they're not, not physically yeah they're not physically, physically to us. To us. Um, that said, we have um, some uh, people um, on the other side of the, the country in North Carolina that have challenged us by expressing their desire to do our workshop. And so we're actually doing it over, over Zoom in the next few weeks when we start. And so I, I nice. as we continue down this thing, we'll get better at fine tuning the exercises so that they work through. Mm -hmm. and, and I have no doubt that we'll get there. It's, it's, a, it's a question of, you know, is it, is it uh, a month or a few months from now, or is it a year from now? I, I don't even know. But okay. We'll play with that right now and and what we're doing is we're playing with a group of people um, that are doing the workshop together on the other side of the zoom link, but they're all together okay and, well, the next step might be like a bunch of individuals that are you know all they have is their computer screen <laughs> and the connection that it gives mm -hmm. well and I, what i want to add to what i want to add to that though is we've been getting such a positive response to the book mm -hmm. um people who don't know us people who have known us but have never been able to attend the workshop i mean they're they're actually like taking the book and, and we're getting these these um feedback from them saying it's like oh that particular tool that you taught it's like yeah i've heard about that before and i've tried it before but you put this spin on it that yeah. this other place and all of a sudden it was like I had this experience or, or I found myself, you know, like teaching somebody else. And it's so clear to us, like, yeah, like this is spreading. And, mm -hmm. and so our commitment is that we're saying yes. When people are raising their hands saying, it's like, I want to go deeper. Like, like, like I wanted a course on this. I want to actually like, then we're, we're committed to making that happen. And, and that, the process of making it happen might be, you know, like a, another version of the book in terms of how it works us and how it, and mm -hmm. yeah. literally like invites yeah. us to expand because we're going to hit challenges that we don't expect. And, um, mm -hmm. um, you know, tech, not just on, on technology, on how to use the technology, but like even in the, in the, the space and the dynamics and how to facilitate that. But everything for us is, is an opportunity to, to deepen into this consciousness to expand and, and to really reach more and more people. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm very happy to hear that because I really truly believe this work should be in more hands and that more, more and more people play with this and even instituting the one, was it the one person council where you do it by yourself? You don't even tell the other person you do it. You just got to do it quietly. <laughs> so it's just start witnessing the changes happen. The spin that you've got on hot upon upon, oh, I love <clears throat> just shifting the words a little bit and making a direct conversation with the third. Um, the, the, the integration of the heart coherence tools. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I think I really do feel, think, feel and embody that more people will be served by this. And I'm excited to, to see this. So as soon as you have more on that, you know, and we'll let, we'll let the community on this end know about it too and, and, and know about it. And I'm dragging you to do something soon anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm nearly finished plotting that, so. <laughs> Don't worry, that's happening. I'm doing a trial run on this Sunday, the 15th, on one topic. And then I'm planning to bring you and a few others on the relationship side for one. 
sorry, Ariana's iPad's just gone off. Um, <laughs> but um, so how can people how can people connect with you guys then? Well, the, the first way obviously is is getting the book and reading it. Um, and they can connect with us on our website um, through the contact uh, information that's on there. So the website at, uh, web address is sparkingrelationship.com. And, and I want to make sure that people don't misspell or misinterpret or mishear. It's not sparkling relationship. It's <laughs> not sparking relationships. It's sparking relationship. <laughs> so spark a fire under your relationship, singular. <laughs> relationship with you and the third. There we go. Yeah, exa that's exactly right. It's yeah. with you and the third. Um, contact information is there. And uh, yeah, we'd love to, love to hear from you. Wonderful. Guys, it's been absolutely... Anyway, I love spending time with you guys. So for the listeners, the last time that I went to go and stay with Chris and Beadle, uh, Mila and I ended up playing Lego. <laughs> And we've got video footage of it. And Chris is like, that's it, guys. We're going for a walk. We went for a walk down to the beach. And me and Mina were like, but we want to play. <laughs> and Chris like, okay, okay, okay. I think it was, first of all, was feeding and watering us and making sure that we were st stay still alive in the Lego bit. Especially since you were, you were heading to the airport yeah. from there or something like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we need to... Need to, like, come back to it. I wanted to make sure you were hydrated and fed. <laughs> well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here. Anything new that's going on with you, please let me know so we can have you back on the show and, and just share it with everyone. Um, seriously, guys, please be sure to go to sparkingrelationship.com and, and hook up with Chris and Beadle. Um, those of you who are watching this live in Facebook, uh, I've, I've tagged them so you can go ahead and connect with them and, and just just have a conversation um, and just feel the magic for yourself, seriously. Whether you're singular, whether you're in the corporate environment and want to shift your emotional relationship situation there, whether you're in relationship of any dynamic, there's so many different types going on these days, have a word with these guys and see how their work can help you. But in the very least, check out their book, which is on paperback and Kindle, and that's relating relating revolution i'm going to pop uh, a link for that in the group and also on the show notes so, till next time thanks again chris amino keep dreaming with your eyes open guys empowering you to deliberately choose an abundant joyful purpose-driven life and just really happy that i have my dear friends on the show today talking about their great book and their great work bye for now thank you, thank you dan and thank you to all the yeah. viewers really appreciate your time watching hi dan this is chris I just wanted to give you a quick update since we recorded the podcast for all of your listeners. This whole coronavirus response with stay-at-home orders has given us a good kick in the pants to move our programs online. So we are now actively offering um, our courses online. You can get more information by sending us an email at sparkingrelationship at gmail.com. That is sparking relationship at gmail.com. Thank you again, and I hope to hear from many of your listeners, and I'm looking forward to meeting some of them in our workshops.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.